0: Fist to fist, we move forward at a snail's pace, relentlessly bent in one direction, toward the same end. Death. The word leaves a smear across the page as I write it in my journal. There is no denial, no wriggling out of it. The more I try to erase it, the deeper it grinds into a smudge of black blood. There is no other truth to depend on, no other certainty. It is as inevitable as birth. Death is the price we pay for being born. How we die is another matter. If terminally ill, we have the choice to take our own life. Secretly somewhere inside me lies the notion that I will slip away quietly in my sleep. There is also the vague, crazy fantasy or hope that it simply is not going to happen to me. Perhaps I inherited this indomitable optimism from my mother's mother, Laura Kilpatrick Morgan, whom I called Nanny. She stipulated in her will that two nuns sit by her open coffin in rotating shifts for the four days leading up to her burial to ensure that her eyes did not suddenly open and that she was actually dead. Ready or not, I know that someday there really will be no more you, no more me. And when it happens, we will be hurled into infinity with no chance of return. But don't worry, I'm on the mend. Last night I dreamt I jumped over that dwarf planet Pluto, Trillions of miles away, the one they have sent a spacecraft to get pictures of for the first
1: time. It was a cinch. Your nanny Morgan had nuns sit by her coffin for four days to make sure she was really dead? I didn't realize you could get nuns to do that. I can't imagine what it's like to be 91. I'm still adjusting to the idea of turning 48, which I will in a few months. I haven't told you this before, but I've always assumed I would die at 50... "'because that's how old Daddy was when he died. "'My has assured me repeatedly I'll live well past that, "'but I don't entirely believe him. "'The benefit of thinking you'll die at 50 "'is that it can spur you to accomplish a lot of things at a young age, "'which is what I've attempted to do, "'but now the prospect of living longer "'makes me uncertain about the plans I've made. "'Clearly, I've not inherited your Nanny Morgan's spirit of optimism. "'I know that as a child you were very close to her,' But other than that, I don't really know anything about her. I've always wondered why, when we were growing up, you didn't talk about your past. By the time I was six or seven, Carter and I knew all about Daddy's childhood on a farm in Quitman, Mississippi. He frequently recounted stories about his brothers and sisters and their large extended family. We knew about his troubled relationship with his father and his deep connection to the place where he was born. But you never told us about your family. Did you just find it too difficult to talk about?
0: "'It never occurred to me to talk to you or Carter about my childhood. My life had been scrambled, so filled with strange events and surreal subplots, that to try to lay them out would have been like combining Franz Kafka's The Trial with Thornton Wilder's Our Town. Also, your father didn't have just anecdotes to tell you about his childhood.' He was a great photographer and had hundreds of pictures to illustrate whom and what he was talking about. The people in these photographs gazed into the camera free of makeup and artifice. I couldn't help but wonder what they would think of me if they had any idea of the chaos I had come from. Of course I spoke to your father about what happened to me, But trying to explain my feelings exhausted me, and all that emerged was a brief encapsulation, nothing that got to the heart of the matter. If it was too complicated to lay it out for the man I loved, how could I even begin to translate it for my children? I had never had the experience of talking about my thoughts and feelings. When I was a child, adults really didn't communicate very much with children. I needed time to sort out what had happened. To understand the motivations of others that i had not been aware of as a child the first time i went to a psychiatrist i was about 27 i sat down in his office and said i'm here but there's one thing i don't want to talk about my mother <laughs> well that was ridiculous of course